Pitch Fest, where we each have 30 seconds to pitch a plot to a movie based on this week's topic, and then we vote on who's his best. Um, this week is all about neorealism, so we will be doing neorealist plots. Um, see, I went first last week. Should we start with Nate or end with Nate? Let's... Uh... Let's start with Nate. Let's start him off nice uh, and throw, right. throwing me in the pit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Got to rip the Band-Aid off. This one. <laughs> All right. So what's the... T- did you come up with the title? Um, you could call it Coast. Coast? Like... Okay. Okay. Coast. Yep. All right. Are you ready? <sighs> yes. <right>. Okay. <laughs> and Go. In 1902, P.N. Christensen and his brother Eric immigrate to a small undeveloped island on the coast of Washington to start a new life as lighthouse keepers. While they are still getting used to the job, the brothers decide to introduce themselves to the locals. They discover an abandoned cabin that used to belong to a coast Salish woman. This begins their search for the woman as they discover more stories about the natives that occupied the land before them. Alright, nice. 26 seconds, killing it. 29? 26 seconds. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> yeah. um, he, he, the six was upside down. Well under. Well under. <laughs> yes. um, all right. Jacob will go next. So what's your title? Uh, Caliphate. Caliphate. I feel like you're trying to emulate Byron now. Like, you're just coming up with, like, randomly esoteric titles. <laughs> this, this title actually isn't esoteric. It's, it's very much, like, is the movie, but... I think most people just don't know what caliphate is. I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> so. It's like a religious. Uh, it's like a Muslim um, ideal. Oh, oh. Okay. okay. Like like an ideal. Um, so you basically just ideology. googled Muslim ideal and then picked the first word. <laughs> no, I knew this word before <laughs> I read the pitch. All right. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. All right. And go. A marketplace chicken vendor in modern war-torn Syria nearly gets put out of business when he puts too many local customers on credit. When the government's fees for filing a credit claim are too high, the vendor is forced to go to the Islamic State, whom is immediately successful in getting the customers to pay their dues. When the Islamic State start, uh, begins cashing in favors, the vendor is stuck with the decision to either commit immoral acts of religious cleansing, that's in quotes, or end his life's work and flee the country before he and his family are captured Stop. or worse. Stop. Perfect. <laughs> wow. Slightly Woo. over... But, all right, we'll give it to you. All right, <laughs> disqualified. <laughs> was only captured or up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, Byron. Sweet is next in the. Oh right, what's God. your title? So the title is called "The Hive of Innocence." The Hive of Innocence. <laughs> yes. All right. Surprisingly, as <laughs> are you ready? Uh, so, yes. Okay, and 
Go. After coming across her mom's sex cam videos accidentally, a 12-year-old girl from rural Arkansas becomes intrigued with what her prostitute mother does for a living out of fear for her safety. Their bond is so great that she frequently spies on her mom to make sure that she's okay and comes to realize that by doing what her mom does for a living, she can help them both out financially. When the mom finds out that her baby girl has lost her innocence, she her heart sinks to an all-time low. Brutal. Holy shit. That is a neorealism ending for sure. <laughs> yeah, that was a ballast ending. Downer. Right there. Yeah, neorealism <laughs> um, Sweet. All right. Mine is called Welcome to the Wilds. Ooh, that's a good title. Welcome to the Wilds. Some got some uh, uh, W's in there. Yeah, a alliteration. <laughs> that, I don't, is it alliteration or assonance? One of the two. I think it's it's assonance, I think, assonance right? Assonance for... Or, I don't know. I don't remember. I yeah, abstinence, remember. yeah. <laughs> That's what I practice. I got the God damn it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Promises. <laughs> All right. Sweet. Are you ready? Yep. And go. A bigoted panhandler in the 1800s breaks his leg far from his home. A group of native people stumble, stumble upon him, and against his will, they help him to their camp where they tell him that they must remove his leg or he will die. They do and help him recuperate, teaching him the things they know. He lives with them for a year, getting very close with them and recanting his racist ways before returning to the nearest town, where his brother, the sheriff, is planning to raid a native camp, the same that just helped him. Stuck between his loyalty to family and his loyalty to his new friends, the panhandler must decide between the two. Damn. Nice. All right. All right. Woo. So we'll go back around to Nate. Um, I guess we can do a refresher with titles real quick. Um, Jacob's uh, was Caliphate. Byron's yeah. was... The Hive of Innocence. The Hive of Innocence and Welcome to the Wilds. And Nate's was Coast, coast. right? And Nate's yeah, was, yeah, co yeah, Nate's coast. was Coast. Mm -hmm. So, Nate. Uh, I think that I would want to see Jacob's movie. Um, yeah, I just think that that's an Syria is an interesting place right now, um, and I feel like it's not getting enough stories told about it. Um, we brought up that kind of part of the world too in the main episode. Yeah, so yeah. kind of interesting how that worked out. Yeah, and also it deals a lot with um, money handling and mm -hmm. um, how that can lead to like bigger, bigger problems. Yeah, uh, that's a good point. Is, common theme i think so yeah. um i don't know did you you did you hear nate's clearly all the way because i know there was some i heard most of glitching. it there was something about There's there was something... one part that i missed can uh, we just get like a refresh do it again yeah you want me to do it again yeah, yeah. You, you can probably just read it just I mean, yeah you're, yeah you're i won't time. time it yeah okay uh in 1902, P.N. Christensen and his brother Eric immigrate to a small, undeveloped island on the coast of Washington to start a new life as lighthouse keepers. While they are still getting used to the job, the brothers decide to introduce themselves to the locals. They discover an, ab an abandoned cabin that used to belong to a coast Salish woman. This begins their search for the woman as they discover more stories about the natives that occupied the land before them. Okay, cool. All right, Jacob, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to go with Byron's because it it feels like it feels the most neo-realistic um, in its like w with like the stripper. It's like about this like really kind of poor family with 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 a stripper mom type thing uh you know actually florida project is 
pretty neorealism to come to think of it. Yeah, that oh, came shit, to mind. That's true. Fuck. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were trying to figure out on the main episode, but uh, but yeah, I'm gonna go with Byron's for for that. Um, the the other two, I think I think they could be filmed neorealism, uh, but like I just I don't know if the Indian or Native American. Um, it really just depends on like how the the movie is made, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Byron's, it feels like that's like a a thing that happens to a lot of people and affects a lot of people. Uh, so I'm gonna go with Byron. Cool. All right, so one for Jacob, one for Byron. All right, Byron, what do you think? Um, I like aspects of all these. I really like the Salish um, aspect of Nate's a lot. That's really cool. It's really intriguing because it's something we don't see. Something that should be seen. I like the amputated part of Keith, for sure. I like that aspect um, and that kind of recanting of, of bigotry. That's... I should have said that he lives with a peg leg after that. <laughs> <laughs> I like the, the recanting of bigotry is, is something, too, that, again, you know, we need stuff. We need stories that are like that. Um, and I really like Jacob's, uh, not only is it, like what Nate said, important part of the world right now. Um, uh but I feel out of the three, the one that's really, I see the biggest neorealism vision is uh, Jacob's, I guess. Oh, it just shit. seems really fleshed out. Um, but I like all three. <laughs> I mean, I, I, see all, I, I see all of them as neorealist films, but I feel that Jacob's for some reason just... There was a couple different aspects of it, societal, but also this personal of credit, you know, and that's something that we can all relate to. I think most Americans are in debt, and I I feel that even from someone that's not living in Syria, Americans can relate to that aspect of it, and because of that, the societal aspect of it um, can be recognized, which I think is what neorealism does for people that don't live in the countries that they're made in. So did you change your plot at all between the recordings, Jacob? Uh, no. So no, you I've, just I've happened been... to hit on what we talked about. Yeah, it was just a weird coincidence. Uh, huh. I've been listening to uh, this podcast and uh, about Syria. Uh, it actually is called Caliphate. <laughs> That's where I got the, <laughs> I got the title. Uh, and they mentioned like how stuff like this is happening. Hmm. It, you know, like this very thing, and this is like how ISIS grew. So um, I just thought that was fascinating, and I went home and immediately wrote it down. And then it was like, oh, we're doing neorealism on the podcast. And I was like, oh, this is perfect for yeah. neorealism. I'll just drop this right in. So it all just kind of came together. Cool. So I either give Byron a vote and tie it, which I have no clue what to do for a two-person tie <laughs> like that, or go with either Jacob's or Nate's, and then Jacob wins by default. <laughs> <laughs> the pain in my heart for this, for Jacob winning this, is just killing me. Tie, both people get a point. Just listen to your heart, Keith. My heart is in pain right now. That's <laughs> the problem, though. Um, just, you gotta open your heart up, man. I feel like... Open up to the caliphate. <laughs> I think it's fair how you came to, came to that conclusion for it and how you happened to discover that one, Jacob. So... Uh, I do like Nate's though. I do think that there's something real about mm-hmm. about that. 
and it's real in the sense that like it's it's a story that's I don't know with our discussion with neorealism I feel like it really touches on that like just the, the day in the life of, of these people who are foreign to that there's something about lighthouses too that are kind of attractive yeah you know um, yeah yeah um cause they're phallic I think <laughs> I'll give it to Jacob just cause he like it is and the best parts of the top it <laughs> <laughs> now I feel bad for giving it to Jacob. So, uh, <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> the light time, at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> Jesus, there is no light with this guy. Uh, <laughs> better be really low. Uh, to fit but because it is, it is timely. It does make sense, I think, for the for the day and age. In that's the hard part with neorealism too. Is like, does it need to reflect the time, or does it need to, or can you do it? In a different time and i think we all attempted well i can't remember yours byron if it was no it, yours is modern day yeah modern day. nate and i kind of attempted to, to do it in the past but um, but yeah i'll give it to jacob you can take this win <laughs> and i can t- i can just tell that keith just hates it, it does kind of hurt me a little there is it there's definite there's uh, definite i thought it was hard to see i need to go wash it, it down with some whiskey or something and forget about my life choices for a little bit oh, um, good. honestly if this if this movie came out for <laughs> isis or whatever i would fucking love that so much i would go see it in the theater like i think it would be it's such a good movie to for, and an important movie to make. Right I feel now. like mm-hmm. it would be more. I, f- I don't think. I but don't know. I feel like, like people trying to. It. Yeah, it would have to be that because, like, like, not me. Either you get, get it. either you get Slumdog Millionaire or City of God out of it. I don't know if you really want either. Like, I don't want either one of those types of movies. Yeah. Right? I want it to be straight out of yeah. Syria for sure. Yeah. Like fucking Bicycle Thieves. Yeah. Style. Yeah. Yeah, I'd want it to be like. Um, Asgar Fardis, I think that's how you say his name. I'm not sure. Uh, like a, a separation, you know? Oh like, yeah. Like oh exactly. I, like an yes. I, I, Iranian filmmaker making an Iranian yeah um yeah film, you know? Exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah. But for Syria. But white guy from, you know, from Pacific Northwest. Yeah, it would come off. Who? It would come who works off. on Washington yeah. lottery ads. <laughs> he knows. He knows what's up in Syria. Yeah. Uh, so Jacob takes this win, which I think puts us all tied again, um, because we tied for the episode I wasn't on. Byron won the last one. Yeah. Jacob won this one. So holy shit. Tied up. Um, so Nate, thank you for that pitch and that plot, um, mm-hmm. and thanks for being on the main episode again. Yeah, no problem. Uh, it was a pleasure. You. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, all right, thanks for listening. Sweet. Yeah. Muchas gracias. <laughs> bye bye.
Thank you.